Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Film House. You know, this show has a reputation, it used to have a reputation, for the most hard-hitting, truthful, informative film topical. reviews and topical film news discussions. But because there hasn't been a single new movie ha that has come out in the last six months, we've had nothing to review. And since movies aren't coming out, they're not making new movies to replace those movies, so there's no news. So um, it's kind of been a thing that anytime I take the reins in this show, we do a fun film-related game debate game. Right? So we've had the, what is the most perfect sequel? Right? Mm -hmm. Best sequel of all time. Chipwrecked. Chipwrecked. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, perfect film? It was perfect film. It's like Showdown. What, yeah, what is a perfect and then film? Yeah. Perfect film showdown that just happened to have two sequels battling it out. And then we also had um, the ranking where you submit a random movie, and mm -hmm. then we took those movies and ranked them from worst to best, which was really a lot of fun. I enjoy doing that a lot. I now, this is a new... Too. Thank you, Ryan. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you did. Um, and now a new game that I've just kind of come up with. Best 80s butts. Best 80s butts. Splash. Those, those uh, G-strings are going to be going real high. Um, I, we should save that. I'd be down <laughs> to do that. <laughs> um, ranking the best butts of the 80s in film. No, this is going to be a uh, everyone knows me and my love of the maison scene, you know, the details that appear in cinema. And what goes along with that are a bunch of people who don't understand how anything works. Mm -hmm. And they're called the subreddit on uh, uh, movie details. That's what that's basically where they all decided to gather. And it's my own fault. I subscribe to it. I could leave at any point in time. I choose not to because I like to see what people think are those. How could anyone have thought of this details of cinema? Okay. Mm -hmm. So what I had was I had uh, the Funhouse Twitter account tweet out a request for people's best and worst movie details. Okay. What they think are the best ones, what they think are the worst ones. And then I had our production assistant, Rick, gather those links. Okay. And then just throw them in a document. So I don't know what are the ones that the community agrees are good mm. or the community gotcha. agrees are bad or our audience thinks are good or our audience thinks are bad because what we're going to do today is we're going to figure out definitively what movie details are worth our time and which are fucking travesty. Why did anyone think that they should ever do that? Okay? Question for you, James. Yes, Elise. Is there some element of gatekeeping here that you can't just let these movie enthusiasts appreciate and have fun, even if the details seem trivial? Yeah. Uh, no, because uh, they're wrong. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm not. It's, it's, com it's an inherent misunderstanding Dang. about how things work. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gatekeeping. I think anyone should be allowed to love and enjoy film, yeah. whether or not they want to get into the minutiae. But if they have no concept of how any of any of it works, they probably shouldn't be telling me or that community how it works through. Uh, you'll see. A Ryan's lot. got something. To Go ahead, say Ryan. About this. I'm relatively new to this whole movie details thing. Is it literally mm -hmm. just like facts, trivia facts about the movie, or is it supposed to make you see the movie in a different way? Is it, it started from a really good place, something along the line. I don't remember what the first movie detail was, but it was a comment in the movie subreddit, which then spawned a whole new subreddit because someone brought forth a piece of very interesting bit of movie detail, right? 
something like, and I'm making something up, if you notice in the background of the Matrix in the lobby scene, the uh, tiles are shaped like guns, but you would never notice your first, second, third, or fourth time watching because it's out of focus, and it's just something that a production designer did to make it make it for them that it kind of enhances it or whatever. So it's like, hidden details or Easter eggs. It's like hidden, like back hidden to the future is like the prime example, right? The Twin Pines Mall and then Marty hits a tree and so when he comes back, it's yeah. the Lone Pine Mall and you yes. go, that's a fun detail. That's I didn't a notice really, it. That's a good detail. That That's yeah. great. The problem is everyone notices things in movies and there's a miscommunication, I think, with is a detail and what is intended for the audience to realize usually on the first viewing, but here, so here's an example of a bad movie detail. I don't think it's on this list, but I this is an actual one that I saw and it said in the film monsters, Inc. Uh, what's the one eyed one, Billy Mike. crystal, Mike, Mike, Sorry. Mike is running down the hallway. If you notice, there's a point where he leaps over the camera That was the detail. Oh, there's nothing else. No, oh. it was just that. The, remember it was that, that shot? Just as though, yeah, it was basically value. as though he leaps over the gotcha. camera as though there was a camera there, but it's a CG movie, so there is no camera there. But it, it's just the composition of the shot that makes it appear. That's just what you do. That's just the shot. Stuff like that. And we're probably going to see some great bad examples. It probably won't take too long to calibrate yourself for this, Ryan, okay. I assure you. That's fine. So, so a lot of so, this is yeah. going to be about what the definition of the word detail is, it sounds like. Uh, I think so. And also, the subreddit has expanded out this to is... things that include just pure continuity. Just continuity. Really awesome. Or trivia. Or casting. Yeah, I'm excited. Sometimes, and, and, some, and, and sometimes the worst stuff are things where it's, there's no way that's true. <laughs> this person has just completely read into this, their own personal situation that is almost 100 percent there's no way that's true what if we see a detail and it was submitted by ryan ryan's game show i wouldn't be surprised i Let's hope it goes in the i'd good be column. very surprised how drunk um, did i get that <laughs> night? can can i can i admit something right here now for the first time ever on the show right I, yeah, here please, right now i used do. to be really into imdb trivia and there was Same. there we was know. a website that's not an admission before that well before that it was just called like it was like movie trivia.com or whatever. And I submitted something because I thought I had a hot tip. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. was for the film SWAT starring Colin Farrell. Farrell. Lawrence yes. Is Lawrence okay. Fishburne in that? No. Uh, no. Sam, Sam Jackson, Jackson, Jackson is though. Because he's in the theme song. Hanging with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Um, that, that is never the, saw it. He's like the, would be the, the Morpheus Jeremy type Renner character well. of SWAT. Yeah, Jeremy Renner. Um, but the, the screenwriter of that movie taught at my college and he mentioned something and I was like, they have to know this detail. The author of that website then put out a blog post said, I've been getting a lot of really bad trivia lately, guys, just letting you know. And I think he was referencing my trivia. Oh, so. okay. Gotcha. So right, I don't so you, you yourself are guilty. Yeah. I am there. also, you know, I'm also guilty of caring too much. I once wrote that summary of Iron Man three before Iron Man three ever came out and uh, it got downvoted and I was told it was terrible because it diminished the Mandarin. So, <laughs> Um, 
you know, yeah. we all have our black spots mm-hmm. uh, on our film loving history. And again, some of these movie details can be good. We have two columns, good, bad. We're going to be sorting them into either. We have a lot to get through. There's 21 of them. Some may be easy as just cracking a whip. Others may be very, very hard to decide. And others going to go right in the trash. So without further ado, right. I am very excited for the first uh, quad annual movie details, good or bad showdown. <laughs> Brought to you by Quip and ExpressVPN. All right, let's roll. All right, movie detail number one. Here we go. I'm seeing these for the first time, too. Again, I haven't I don't have a reaction. All right. The college student in The Incredible Hulk 2008 is also Peter Parker's teacher in Spider-Man Homecoming 2017. So they're referring to the actor. Um, Martin uh, Star. Martin Star. Martin Star, who is both a he's a supporting character in uh, in Hulk. In Hulk, yeah. and he's also a supporting character, recast again as in a, a supporting character in Spider-Man. So are Hulk. they trying to imply that maybe this character from Hulk is now a professor, a teacher in Homecoming? Yes. That's that's not a detail. The char- that's, coinci- that's coincidence. Do the characters have it is the same MCU. name? Do we know their name? It's kind of MCU. Well, actually, They're both I mean, it's kind of MCU, right? It's, like, it's pre-Blueprint it's, MCU. Yeah. You know? I mean, and it's Incredible Hulk. That's the Edward Norton one. Yeah. So it's that's, not even like this is Avengers. Well, that's the one where at the end, Tony Stark comes in and goes, I'm putting a team together. And then they wipe that away. So mm-hmm. they were already confused on their own continuity at that point. Mm-hmm. There's, there's another factor, too, where is, you know, Martin Starr, he's been around a while. He's, he's been working for a very he's long a time. He's a geek. He probably likes this kind of stuff. He did have quite a career breakout with um, Silicon Valley mm-hmm. um, in this time period that it's a, the gap between here. So it makes more sense that he would get better res- representation and a larger role in something like this. Do we think that the 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 director or the casting team did this intentionally to provide a line of continuity between the films. You know, James, if I saw how the characters were credited and I saw that that college student was credited as Bobby College Kid, and then I saw that the professor was named Robert, you know, Smith. Collegiate Not the singer, but, (laughs) you know, if I saw that, that, you know, I went from maybe Bobby to Robert, and I'd be like, oh, okay, they're trying to indicate to us that that is the same character Mm -hmm. who is aged. And you know we're in a shared universe, mm-hmm. but so what know? if I here's here's something here I just looked it up. Okay, in Incredible Hulk, he's credited as computer nerd, mm-hmm. and in Spider Man, he's credited as Mister Harrington. <laughs> so unfortunately, we're not going to get a definitive answer there. I can almost certainly I can almost guarantee you that this redditor checked because they have no idea beforehand, so that way they wouldn't get squashed uh, by the. Top it comment. could be the same. Go ahead, Ryan. Sorry. And then Elise. No, no, no. I, I want to hear what Ryan has to say. I just say, I like this one, honestly. At first, when I first read it, I was like, ah, bullshit. But then the, just the fact that it is the MCU, which is kind of the most famous 
giant conglomerate of a bunch of movies that are supposed to all be tied in together. The fact that there's an actor playing two different characters would be weird in, in the, something that's supposed to be one timeline, even though it's already weird that the movie he's in stars a guy who gets replaced by Mark Ruffalo. So that's a whole other uh, deal, but the, well, I, I think so, it's cool. So apparently Kevin Feige confirmed that he believes in that theory that it's the same character. Perfect. Okay, that's good. But all right, I'm I'm going to go ahead and guess Kevin Feige didn't go. There's something about this background actor that I There's something I that, missing. Something special about him. I think. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if he became a uh, insular character later in Spider Man? It was like I don't know if that was really. I think he just went. Yeah. Hey, you know what? If you fans believe it, I believe it too. But. Apparently, apparently he's Jesus fucking Christ. So, so Kevin Feige, goes. if Kevin Feige is OK with it, we all know he writes all of those films. <laughs> he's the Oracle. <laughs> he has a rubber stamp and it's yes or no these days. It's tough. I this, don't love this one, but I don't think it's as egregious as others we've seen. I'm actually going to agree with Elise. I don't think it is as egregious. And I think that whoever posted it at least did the due diligence to go on IMDb and confirm that this detail couldn't immediately be refuted with just the lightest googling can we have which a th- is more than i can say for most of can them. we have a third category though i guess maybe because i assume that in the goods there's going to be some that are like awesome right uh-huh i'm just we saying do, well this- we could i uh, know we're gonna have good bad we could do one that's that's not a detail cool but not a detail okay okay did i where i, I feel like this might do you, belong do you call it good but i mean it'd just be like cool but not a detail okay nice try nice try thank you yeah okay so, so, so where is that where we think this one belongs it's gonna be like four hold on episodes. is that where we think this one belongs <laughs> in in cool but not a detail or good or bad i nice try i nice try. try it's a nice try okay i i think like okay. i said i think that's that's almost accidental trivia where uh-huh. just through the process of casting this thing happened, and then someone said, "Hey, Kevin, did you know this?" And he went, "Oh, what do you know? Sure, mm-hmm. whatever. That doesn't hurt." Yeah, yeah. yeah it, there's it, there's it not enough e- there's not enough evidence to suggest mens rea that there was intent and behind this casting choice. It also doesn't speak to the artistry of film, but, which I think is another thing that a good movie detail but, would do. But don't you think? Isn't there something to like death of the author? It doesn't matter what the any of the uh, <laughs> directors meant. It's just what's in the text. It's what you infer yeah. from the text. There is Martin stars in the post, text both times, which has happened before. If there's a detail that you post about something and then the director goes, "That's not true," then it is not a movie detail. I'm afraid. But what, if, Ryan? Do you really do you really want to fight for this one to be somewhere else? I, I I mean it is it it is a perfectly okay mediocre kind of cool thing, but I, I do think that there's something to it. It's not just nothing. There's uh, it's uh, not immediately refuted, just, that, which is why I think we're giving it sure. the cool but nice try. Sure, yeah, yeah nice, nice try. try. I think that's acceptable. If you All right, we got to move on. Yeah, we're already spending way too much time on one. Yeah, we got Wizard twenty more of these to do. Okay. All right. So, in Wizard of Oz, 1939, by the way, they always put the year in case we get it confused with the other one. Well, there's Return the animated Oz. Wizard of Oz. Come this on. the Walter Murch one. If there's, if there's a detail just, in that, that's coming. All right. Don't you like movies at all, ever? I love movies. I don't like people that don't uh, okay. know what's right. going on. Uh, right. So, in Wizard of Oz, 1939, when they're sent to kill the Witch of the West, Scarecrow straight up brings a gun. This is a classic movie detail. It is a classic movie detail. 
15 years ago, I think would have been the first time I would have seen this one. Okay. I mean, I remember watching the VHS and then my brother and I were watching it when we were very young. I went, what the hell? Like, we just paused it and we're like, is that a gun? But it was like, you can't go anywhere to confirm that. It's like, that looks like a gun. It's hilarious looking. To be honest, I didn't know that and I would have thought that was photoshopped. Um, I've seen this movie a million times. Also, because they took a photo with their phone at an angle at their TV, so everyone looks kind of warped and stretched. Again, they love film. That's why they they take a photo this way and then post it on Reddit. Uh, uh, Personally, I love this one. Okay. Now, why, though? Because it's just like, like, like this one is just kind of one of those, like, did you kind of notice that in the in the background? Does that really enrich the... I, it's just kind of cool that he brought a gun, I guess, or... Just curious. It, it, not, not. It, it, well, it raises a lot of questions like where did the scarecrow get a gun from? What compelled him uh-huh. to think I should pack heat to go <laughs> see that? Like they're going to go face off a, with a witch. Uh-huh. The wickedest witch also, of the West. In the world of Oz, I don't think you really think that handguns like that exist. Maybe it's the just, Tin Man so, so made bizarre. it himself. It's so bizarre. It's also it's, a, it's such a funny detail because the movie's six. so old and it's something that only recently Seem to be circulated. It, it well, I feel like this is the kind of thing that probably comes around again and again. This yeah. is gonna and it's gonna continue coming around every single time a sixteen-year-old or seventeen-year-old watches this in a film class for the first time. They're gonna be, is that a gun? And then yeah. it's gonna get posted again for all those same people who didn't know. And you yeah. would think to yourself, he's a scarecrow. He comes from the farm field. What kind of weapon would he have? Maybe some type of rake or mm-hmm. a hoe? No, he's got a gun. He's got well, a gun. the the actual trivia that backs this up is it's from a cut scene from the movie they were supposed to fight a jitterbug before the witch and he's given a gun to fight with jitterbug that's why the line also has uh like bug spray so uh, i still don't know why he has a gun by the jitterbug I, I guess it was the prop left at mgm like eh, just give him a gun or something he's kind of a dum-dum i have seen that footage of that deleted scene it's great there's one shot where they're painting by a bunch of trees and then you see you see like a production guy reach out from the back of it and like because the tree arm is branches stuck or whatever it's this beautiful panning shot of them sneaking through the woods and you just see this guy reaching out trying to fix it and i guess that's the only <laughs> coverage they got so they couldn't use it i i, I guess that's so, a detail is this a detail is sure. it a good detail I, is it a bad a detail sure or is it a nice try that's the nice try it might be a nice try i okay. love it i think it's very funny and yeah. i always enjoy it but but is it and does it speak to the artistry of film? It's, it speaks to the process of film. Like you were saying, if they couldn't use this scene because of, you know, it, it tells a story of the production, mm-hmm. not necessarily of the, uh, the material itself. Okay. There'd be a funny category. Maybe this would be in the funny category. <laughs> you can't keep adding categories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that I think of it, this does, this tells a story of the production. Okay. Yeah. That gives it a, a lot of weight. I, get, I give it, I give it a detail. Yeah. We're going to say good. This yeah. goes good. We get Ryan. a good one. Are you sure, Ryan? <laughs> good. Good. I'm right. hesitant because I'm just worried that there's going to be a good detail. I'm like, all right, that's a detail, man. And then it's going to be right there, there next to the Wizard of Oz one. And I'm like, well, they shouldn't be in the same category. <laughs> it's bound to happen. That's the beauty of the subreddit. Right. Some people are actually really good at it and know how to find stuff. Can out. you um? Can you put the numbers there so we know which one? Like, can you put two under good? And so we know if we need to come back to it, what, what we where we put them if we oh, forget. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I rate yeah. that a two. Yeah, so... I'm just trying to count them. Let me see. So just do like do that. But then after you can t- you can just look at them. 
Okay. All right. All right. Um, I'm gonna back up from the mic so John Smith doesn't get mad at me. Sorry. All right. Here we go. Keep moving. All Number right. three. We're not gonna get through all these. Jack Nicholson's costume in Batman 1989 is a more exaggerated Joker tinged and Gotham climate appropriate version of what he wore in the minimalist Western The Shooting the 1966. No. So now it's the Joker in his in his three piece suit. OK, he's kind of got the little ascot or whatever that is. And then it's Jack Nicholson from 20 years before that playing a cowboy looking like pretty much a generic gambler it's a completely um, different outfit i mean there's it's, it's, i, I it's, see it's, it kind of it's not even a three-piece suit by the way what he's wearing is the as the cowboy he's got like a vest on he has well, no jacket no but the, he, he's just missing the, the the jacket if he had his uh-huh. brown jacket is on the horse probably underneath this, mm-hmm. this cropped image is one of the worst movie so, details I've ever seen. So, <laughs> there's also another aspect here which comes up a lot with movie details is that the poster believes that this is the first time we've ever seen the Joker. A, mm-hmm. An original character who only first appeared in 1989. And that's not the case because by the time the shooting, the Western came out, there was probably what? Funny. Three yeah. decades worth of Joker imagery, yeah, and that clowns. had already predated it. No, and just in general, clowns. Yeah. It, I, I, I would like this if somebody said, you know, uh, it, it is known that Jack Nicholson liked his costume in the shooting so much that mm-hmm. he told the costume designer to make a crazy clown version of it for Batman. But if the poster's yeah. just saying, oh, it kind of looks the same, it's like, yeah, three piece. Sh- Suits have been around for forever. Tim Burton was a Western fan. He was. I was eight. You know what this detail doesn't have is any supporting evidence. (laughs) That's not. Yeah. Did not include that. Picture is a a Tim Burton. A Tim Burton interview, perhaps, where he said he was really the reason he knew he wanted Jack Nicholson. He had grown up watching Jack and Western. The shooting, and he said, "This is what I want." I bet if Tim Burton said, "Hey, just so you know." I modeled the outfit after your role in the shooting. Jack Nicholson go, what is the shooting? <laughs> <laughs> I'm high. <laughs> I don't There's dish. also the whole aspect that Joker looks pretty much identical to one of those hot cha-cha-cha wolves from like Looney Tunes and stuff. Yeah. Like even the pants. It's, it's more so, of a zoot suit. Yeah. So Ryan, I know you look a little hesitant, but I'm just going to tell you this is trash garbage. Well, I'm, I, I, yeah, I'd either put it in trash garbage or maybe nice try and let's move on because this detail definitely not, sucks. No. It's not fun that to is, read, but in terms is, of whether it's a good detail or not, you're seeing you know. you're seeing the making of a conspiracy theorist where they go, yeah, I can I can connect everything. <laughs> they yeah, you can do this with literally anything. Did you know Jack Nicholson was a big fan of the movie Maverick, which came out. 10 years after Batman. Next And detail. it's the same thing. So that's a, so this is a trash garbage detail. Let's okay. All right. Oh, I think I may know this one. I think I may recognize this one. All right. For Interstellar, Christopher Nolan planted 500 acres of corn just for the film because he did not want to CGI the farm in. After filming, he turned it around and sold the corn and made back profit for the bu- budget. Is this a movie detail? <sighs> Again, it might fall into production detail. Interesting. It's interesting. Interesting for sure. 
it says nothing about the film. It's not, you know, it doesn't really say anything about the film or what well, the film it, it's, is. It does say that he went to practical lengths. You know, when you're watching Interstellar, you might think that that cornfield is CG. It's not. It's a real mm-hmm. cornfield. Mm-hmm. The little, the backstory oh. behind it and how it connected to the production is interesting. It, it also says made back profit for the budget, which is 100% not true. I seriously doubt that that cornfield was worth the $200 million it costs to make. Well, I was going to say, I um, want to know how much they got for all that corn. What would they yeah, get 35 bucks. Of corn? I, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, is this something where you pause the movie, turn to your significant other and go, did you know Chris Noel? And then they're leaving because no, no one cares. All, all of this is someone watched the movie, the movie commentary. And it's something Christopher Nolan mentioned offhand mm-hmm. that they had to remind him of before he sat down to do the director. So that doesn't count as a movie detail in your mind. I think this is at best a nice try, but I don't think it says anything about the film. I don't think it makes me admire the film anymore. Honestly, you know, if, uh, it, 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 this is like a hilarious um, movie detail in terms of if you just think about the sad state of affairs we're in where somebody had to go and prove or uh, make a whole post and say, did you know that those that ca- corn is not cartoons that they're driving in? It's real mm-hmm. corn, and we're all going, oh, wow, it, usually it'd be cartoon corn. Um, mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that is funny. You're right. Okay. I'm trying to find is a corn calculator. Oh, to see how much so- the corn actually cost? Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, someone posted it in the comments. If you go down below, if, if you dig through any enough of the comments on Reddit, you'll find someone doing math, <laughs> which is nice. But, um, yeah, he, they mentioned that even, like, at its peak, probably made like $600,000. Peak corn? That, that, is a, that is another yeah. thing too, is that is another thing too to remember is that sometimes the movie details are lies. Like, again, in this one, it's an interesting fact with he planted corn because he wanted actual corn and not CG corn and then sold it. But then it does say made back profit for the budget, which it isn't profit. That's net. And so, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, this one post I saw said that you make in 2019, you'd be making a loss on a bushel of corn. Oof, good thing wow. you missed that movie. Interstellar parentheses, what year it came out. Um, I'm voting for this one as nice try. Yeah, I'd say nice try. Yeah, yeah, nice try. Okay, but I don't cares? think it impacts the movie in any way, really. I don't think it, I don't think it really makes me, you know, say much about the film or whatever. We're moving along. We're gonna have to pick up the pace. Um, because we are not going nearly fast enough. Let's move on to In Hook, 1991, not to be confused with the other hook. Uh, the window latch is a mini hook. Bad. Love this one, James. Bad. What? Are you <laughs> what? This that's, is the definition of duh. That's just <laughs> like, in, that, it's just in the movie. It's now, there. <laughs> let me ask you, Ryan, what we're seeing here is a shot of a window latch and the only reason we can see it is because Steven Spielberg put the camera two fucking inches in front of it uh-huh. and held on it for a solid 10 seconds. Yeah. James. Passes like a lightning bolt. I love this one. This implies the family with this connection and trauma related to Captain Hook decided to put decided to put details of it in their home. Uh, also, blink and you miss it. Yeah. Well, also- Even that amount of detail of the detail they didn't give in the detail they just said there's a window latch it looks like a hook it is a hook mm-hmm. and you're supposed to go oh i didn't know that was a hook of course it's a hook are, 
I wonder what yeah. that's a reference to. I am watching this for the first time on the Sci-Fi Channel. The the top the top comment is also Captain Hook has a hook, <laughs> which I think pretty that's much summarizes. No, this is classic Spielberg. This is Spielberg at his finest. He always he that's the thing he hides these he hides these little these little presents these little <laughs> gifts inside his film yeah. because you're watching it and you're look, not paying attention. Look, James, if you look close enough, you can see the reflection of the camera operator <laughs> in the hook. Yeah, okay, these are, de- these are all little details. that they filmed it with a camera. How'd they film Well, also, movie? you look at the shot, you look at the shot, and the, you know, because the first time, your eye is drawn to all the rest of the negative space, which is nothingness <laughs> except for the hook. I love this one. Uh, this is a perfect example of a trash, garbage, <laughs> bottom barrel bad. movie detail. Can we make a no fucking shit category and put this <laughs> one in? That's bad. That's where bad goes. Yeah. Mystic was right. on my phone the first time I saw it. Yeah, I was say, I slept through this film. I had no idea. All right. Uh, in Baby Driver, what year did it come out? Come on. Uh, Jamie Foxx, pianist since age five, who played Ray Charles in Ray. <laughs> 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 Looks unimpressed as baby plays air piano on the table. <laughs> Incredible. So, so we think that Edgar Wright, mm-hmm. or maybe even the script, the even before where they were on set or cast Jamie Foxx, uh-huh. Edgar Wright stepped in and said, All right, Jamie, you have been playing piano since you were five years old. Also, you played Ray Charles in Ray. I want you to look unimpressed. With the air piano being played on the table in this scene. Or is he reacting to what I believe Kevin Spacey is telling them in this in this moment? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's that the, the, the poster is saying, look at Jamie, Jamie Foxx's is his acting technique is drawing upon these past experiences. So that incredible unimpressed look on Jamie Foxx's face comes from his mm-hmm. years of experience trying to become Ray and being a pianist since he was five years old. Apparently. Maybe. Method acting. Maybe. Now, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to throw a, no. a, a whammy out there. Okay. This is shortly before he turns to him and goes, did you get all that? Because he's upset because he thinks he's not paying attention. And mm-hmm. then he repeats everything back to him. But he could be upset because he's not playing the piano well. I'm, I'm not sure. Do you, think, do you think that he's more upset with the fact that uh, Baby is d- appears to not be paying attention or not taking things seriously when their lives are on the line in this mission? Or he's thinking, I, Jamie Foxx, have been playing piano since I was five years old. You think that's piano? I played Ray Charles in Ray. Do we think that? What do we think? I think this is the motivation for this scene because it's tough. (laughs) This is good. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's lacking any support whatsoever. Uh-huh, what, what do you yeah. mean? We know his resume. We, we, we know exactly. Well, we know. It's what, true. We, we do know Jamie Foxx was. I don't know if he's played the Ray piano Charles since five. That's what this person just I said. I believe it. Okay, it's on the internet. Yeah, I can't make it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. So this is trash garbage. Yeah, We're going to go ahead and put that in the what? trash garbage bin. Uh, yeah. I thought we agreed. No, we did. We did agree that it is trash garbage. <laughs> this is someone who, by the way, wasn't paying attention to the movie. Do we have any? They missed good? a thing. They missed the thing that the movie oh, was random. trying to tell you. Yeah, we have one. The Wizard of we Oz. Have the Scarecrow. The gun. Yeah, which I am skeptical about. Okay. But. All right. Lord of the Rings is up next, and right. Lord of the Rings is a movie packed full of details. Okay, okay. this movie's crimpful. In Lord of the Rings. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? 
Hold on, let me read. Got it right ahead. In Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, which came out in 2001, by the way, when Boromir tries to take the ring from Frodo, he puffs out his cheeks. Later, in The Two Towers, Gollum also puffs out his cheeks when she tries to wrestle the ring away. Now, what we're seeing here is a screenshot of Sean Bean, who plays Boromir, looking angry and kind of... It looks like he's going to say you or something like that. And then below that is a, another screenshot of Gollum just kind of biting his lip. Both look like the way you would look if you were pulling on something. This is stupid. Did, did Peter well, Jackson say, all right, Andy, do you re- remember when we filmed that scene with Sean 18 years ago? <laughs> and Andy went, who? <laughs> Well, this is what we need to recreate. Or is this person a psychopath who somehow managed to draw these conclusions? Well, I'm I'm reading ahead in the comments here and someone does call out the poster and says, uh, I think you're reaching. But the guy who posted did reply and say, no, no, no. Watch it again. It's hard to tell. But Gollum's skinny. You can tell he he puffs his cheeks out. Well, there you have it. There you have it. That might be Peter Jackson. I would argue just by looking at it, they are not making the same expression at all. No. But is the idea that Gollum is this impressionable little person that, that picked up that mannerism? He wasn't Gollum around. never saw him do that. <laughs> well, then what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> it's, not, well, well, this why is, does it this matter is, they puff their cheeks is, out? This is my other theory. The same with IMDb does. trivia. If you go through it, all the good stuff's already taken. So you got to reach if you want to if you, you want to be reach. remembered. I, I hate this. Master. This is my least favorite so far. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah this, I, would, I, don't, I don't know why we're spending any time Sorry. on this. This is great. Yeah. This all right, is, let's um, move on. Um, real quick, before we move on, we are only seven deep into this. I don't know that we're going to get through this whole list. We it's okay. <laughs> we can do this as a two parter if we need to. We'll pick it back up another time. That's fine. But. Um, I want uh, everyone to get a chance to hear a word from one of our sponsors. When was the last time you got rewarded for brushing your teeth? I I probably never. I feel like I should assume never. Um, But with Quip's new smart electric toothbrush, good habits can earn you great perks like free products, gift cards, and more. You've heard us talk about Quip probably a million times by this point, but this is something brand new that rewards you and your mouth as though not having cavities and having clean teeth and bright white teeth um, wasn't good enough. Uh, The Quip Smart Brush for adults and kids connects to the Quip app with Bluetooth. It'll track when and how well you brush. It'll get tips and coaching and to improve your habits. So you're just going to be encouraged to keep doing it. Also, here's the best part. You earn points for daily brushing. You get bonus points for completing brushing challenges like maintaining streaks and things that, things that you should be doing anyway. Then you can redeem those rewards for free products like gift cards and discounts from Quip and partners. So if you already have a Quip, upgrade it with a smart motor and keep the features you know and love. Um, it has sensitive sonic vibrations, a two-minute timer with 30-second pulses so that way you know how long to focus on each section of your mouth. It's slim, lightweight, and sleek with no wires, no bulky charger to weigh you down. There's also a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount. If you want to get stuff off your counter, less clutter, it's great. I honestly, 
I really love my Quip toothbrush, and I'm not just saying that. It is super low profile, and it's super compact, and it's super easy to use. And honestly, I don't trust regular toothbrushes anymore. I want to make sure that I'm doing everything the right way. Plus, on top of that, you're going to get some great toothpaste, whether or not you're into mint or watermelon flavors. It's going to make sure you don't get cavities with uh, ingredients for strong, healthy teeth. Also, flossing is very important, and I know people hate to do it because it seems like it's a headache, but flossing is very good for your teeth. Quip makes flossing even easier to do. Um, it comes with a refillable dispenser, so you don't have to worry about extra waste or anything like that, and you're going to get the right amount of floss every single time. You can also get brush heads, toothpaste, and floss refills delivered from $5, and shipping is free. It's just super smart. So, Join over 5 million mouths who use Quip and save hundreds compared to other Bluetooth brushes when you get Quip Smart Brush for just $45. Start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today and go to getquip.com film right now to get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com film spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com film Quip. Better oral health made simple and rewarding. All right, we're back and we're ready to move. Yeah, let's get a good one. I want a good one. I want to see a good one too. We got another Lord of the Rings one coming in. Here we go. So many details. Here we go. Of course, um, killing uh, during the filming of Lord of the Rings. No date. Who? What movie is this? It's not even Lord of the Rings. It's it's actually not. Mm -hmm. Um, The actor of (laughs) the the actor of Aragorn. (laughs) <laughs> which is almost certainly a Google Translate. Viggo Mortensen broke two of his toes while kicking an Urukai helmet. Bad, now, moving on. Uh, I have to tell you, this is from Two Towers, and uh, it is it is probably the most cited piece of BTS trivia of Lord of the Rings at Viggo Mortensen when he was infuriated because the the... Urukai had taken the hobbits, he kicked this helmet, and mm-hmm. he broke his toe, and his scream was so genuine because he mm-hmm. broke his toe, and he fell to his knees, and it was a whole thing, and mm-hmm. they, they used it. Um, everyone cites this. Yeah. It's, and when did they, it was well, two years ago? Can I also say, can I say that they didn't even get the detail of the detail, mm-hmm. which is that the scream that came afterwards was a combination of his performance and the fact that he had just really hurt his foot breaking his toe. Yeah. It's also not, you can see later on in the film, this shot has, they've wrapped, it looks like a boot, but it's not a boot. This is half of a detail that everybody already knows. Yeah. Riddled with typos. Well, because they took it and they they it was already translated to their language and then they translated it back. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say this, de- this detail is ubiquitous. I think that... I- it- I, I didn't know it, and but I do think it's cool that they use the scream. I always like it when there's stuff like that, like Hitchcock that scaring cool. the actresses, and that's actually in the movie and stuff. That, not, not saying they should do know, it. That's kind of abuse. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I'm just saying that that's a cool movie detail, the fact that, oh, that scream in the movie is a real scream. You know, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not encouraging it. For sure. For and in sure. some ways, it is also an intended aspect of the filmmaking process to add to the artistry of the film. This doesn't include any of that. It's trash garbage. I think that's a nice try. Nope, that's trash garbage. They didn't even get the, the first, detail right. But the first time that you that you do hear that detail and you go, oh, that it's such a it's such a guttural scream that he does in the movie. That's and not in that detail. They didn't include that. Yeah. They didn't think that was important. 
They just said he broke toes. They just said he broke his toe. Two toes. Two towers. Two toes. Well, well kicking. <laughs> All right. Well, this is democracy. They also here got the, the name of the movie us, wrong. So he kicked a well. They got the wrong film. Um, <laughs> so what do we think? At least you think that's a nice try. I think try? it's a nice try because it is a a good detail if it's kind of delved into properly. You don't know if this person, if English was their second language. I, I actually, like, God, I, I hope, I hope, I'm gonna, I pray. I'm gonna look I and see if this is just a bot that's trying to gain uh, karma okay. so it can. We don't have time for that. Subreddits. So, Adam, what do you think? Uh, Where does not, this go? No, they got it wrong. They got the trash trivia. garbage. Yeah, trash Ryan, garbage. Uh, I'm gonna go nice try. Two, so we're split. Two v two. Two v two. I can't believe we're split on this one. This may be one of the worst ones. It's done wrong. It's even done wrong. Um. Well, I don't really know what to do. I mean, with tiebreaker that goes to host, I guess. I mean, it's pretty bad. I might as well just go to bed. Thank you. Moving <laughs> it down. <laughs> All right, let's keep train rolling. All right. Oh. Disney's Aladdin, nineteen ninety two, which is apparently the full title of the film, is the only movie I know I know I know of to use the word menagerie twice during its runtime. This is probably the best one we've had so far. In this, in defense, I'm seeing that this post has been removed <laughs> by the moderators of Movie Details, who did not remove well kicking well well filming the scene or whatever. So, just so you guys know. This is bad. Bad. Is the bad? in the glass menagerie, which has been turned into a film, they didn't say menagerie more than once. Like well, it, that doesn't matter. This is the only one that this person knows of. Okay. All right. Bad detail. Okay. And this is from one day ago, by the way. <laughs> and it's already, <laughs> already got removed. <laughs> they knew we were coming. We need just one oh. other good one. Oh, there, it's funny. We there's need a, comment. a good one. There's a comment here that says, why pay attention to such a trivial, meaningless, pointless, useless bit of information? It's like, I could use that description for so much <laughs> of that right. subreddit. Here we go. In Beauty and the Beast 1991, Belle's reflection can be seen in the glass. <laughs> but now, the no okay. fucking shit category. This would be a great uh, com- a great detail if it was something like, this is the first time that Disney animators have employed this technique in animation mm-hmm. in film. Like, then, then to you not could go, go home early. <laughs> then, you could, <laughs> then you could say, you know... T- Former Disney mm-hmm. animator Tim Burton uh, did not want to put the time into. <laughs> he was heavily inspired by the shooter, yeah. which also has reflections. Um, but yes, this is just like no shit. Yeah. No shit. Okay. Well, also, it's pointed out that they just copy pasted it because they're using like. Early yeah, it's not computer. a mirror image. So it's yeah. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I like Let's the com- someone in the comments said, isn't that what's supposed to happen with glass? And then somebody yeah. said, it's not real glass. The best is when the poster gets in there and tries to get tries to duke it out with the rest of the audience. Oh, no. Like, no, but you see. And then, <laughs> all right, let's keep Cringe going. Tope. All right, here we go. La La Land. Right. Cram full of details. Sure. In La La Land, a single camera recorded the scene with Emma Stone dancing and Ryan Gosling playing piano. So there is a sequence in La La Land, which is him playing piano and her dancing, and uh-huh. includes a a swish pan mm-hmm. between each one. Yeah, that's 
Is that's, that a detail? No, that's how movies. Or is that made. what it's? Is that is it just showing us what it is? It, uh, is this supposed to be for tech heads that are kind of like, oh, you might have thought this was multiple takes or something, but it was really yeah. There was a hidden edit here. Yeah, it's pretty pretty weak. Huh. Uh, it's weak. Nice try. It's weak. Seventy three thousand upvotes, huh? Here's the thing. It's the difference between a detail and that's cool. If you never think about movie production and you're not at all connected to it, you'd probably be like, oh, damn. They like they did that on the fly in one take. Yeah. The, the directors, they're tapping the cameraman, telling him when to turn. They know exactly the timing. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. But if you do know cinematography, you're kind of looking at it just going, oh, yeah, they moved the camera I, back and forth. I would also say this could maybe qualify as a detail if the whole setup for the scene wasn't to make it seem as though it was all happening at one time. If it was supposed to convey something else, right? But it is literally designed to appear as though it is on her, and then it swish pans to Ryan Gosling, and then it swish pans back to her. 73,000 people liked it. Are we the problem here? They don't know what a detail is. It's not a detail. That's it's the, just a cool thing. They just saw it and they went, that is cool. And they went, we yes, the problem? but it's not a detail. It's just a cool thing. It's a cool thing that after mm-hmm. over a hundred years of working within this medium, someone thought, what if I turn the camera faster? Adam, what are you thinking, man? I, yeah. I mean, like if you showed that to me and someone said, did you know that was done in one take? I'd go, I, I could see that being done. Yeah, it, it would it would probably take a few tries, but if you have a, a good cameraman and he had some practice beforehand and they, they blocked all their stuff and everyone, I mean, the movie well, won a bunch also, of Academy Awards. Like the director the, who, who finessed the rhythm of, of whiplash. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. This guy, no, he's going to know tempo, tempo, yeah. timing, tempo, timing <laughs> words. So, <laughs> yeah. So I think this is, is not a detail. That's a nice try. I think, I think if it, I would actually be more, more inclined to believe it were a detail. If I watched the scene, thought it was one shot and it turned out it wasn't. What a trick. I I I got tricked. Compare that to snake eyes where you think it's one shot. The opening, that opening thing. Anyone seen snake eyes? Oh yeah. Yeah, But no one thinks about it. Yeah. Yeah, Or uh, what is it? Um, Goodfellas. They do that long take and it is actually cut up and you can see where they do the cuts, but you know that I don't that's know, that, magic yeah yeah this that's, is, that's this editing is, and filming and yeah. that's magic which i think is part of the filmmaking process this is a magician saying i'm going to take your wallet and then he turns you around and reaches into your back pocket while you're struggling with it and then goes there i got it ryan doesn't seem convinced it's at the best a nice try but it's not didn't impress me at all it's it might be a nice try yeah Mm, I'm going bad. Because if you, again, if you're yeah. if, if you're outside filmmaking, maybe you are impressed. But cool yeah. is not a detail. That's especially when it's something it's showing you. It's cool that James someone already made... has his cursor on the back. Yeah, I, I would it's, it's, I would say it's a it's, nice try, but if it needs to be bad, that I'm I have no it, I have no stake in this. I, I think yeah. it's cool that someone made a window thing that's shaped like a hook. That's cool. <laughs> it looks cool. And it might look good on a wall or something like that, but its inclusion in the film is not a detail. Fair enough. Do what you must. Do what you must. Throw it in there. Bad. (laughs) Okay. 
Listen, when it's you just, guys you know, before you were like, this is democracy. When you guys host it, <laughs> you can come up together. with your own concept or you can chat about your own thing. <laughs> all right, we're running course. out of time. Okay, yeah, we're we're running right. long. All right, number twelve. We can always do this again. I love shitting on this stuff. All right, Marvel Universe, love it, packed full of details. Uh huh. The coordinates are the same in Avengers 2012. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., okay. 2013 to 2020. And Captain Marvel 2019, since they share the Quinjet set. Nice. I mean, that to me is not... That seems like an oversight. It's a script supervisor doing their job. Wait, yeah, but across multiple films and different characters, I think that's pretty... like is it Hold is on. it the coordinates where they start at? Like they start at the Marvel headquarters. No, no. Here, so they they elaborate that the coordinates are for different locations. They just use the same set, and no one decided oh, to change any see, of the numbers on the set. That's bad. Yeah, that's that's this kind is of the more opposite, of a goof, I guess. Yeah. yeah, this is a goof. This is the opposite of a detail. If they were the same. If they were like, we're going to HQ, and every single time it was the same across all those different mediums, I would say 100% yeah, yeah. this is a detail. Yeah, if they were going to the Stark Tower mm-hmm. or That's whatever. a meticulous approach to co- yeah. covering yeah. everything. Oh, wow. This is just, they use the same set, hmm. and no one no one ever thought to change the numbers on it. Yeah, yeah but yeah, how come good. the same set, ha- ha- how come the colors are different? Is it is that just a color grading thing, or...? It might, might be a be color grading color thing. grading and they, they they change the interface i guess because the time difference because captain marvel's in the 90s, yeah that but panel just popped out i don't I think because these productions are making a mistake that the detail's bad because the detail's just saying like it's, I, I mean you, you can imagine the cgi budget right where they go okay well change change the middle display because it takes place in a different time so we'll make it look a little different they're like hmm. hey but these numbers are the same they're like if anyone notices that i'll fucking buy you a beer jeez <laughs> like who what what madman would look at those three movies and go the numbers are the same i want my money back well honestly it's it is pretty at first i was impressed that they had uh coordinated all this now i think they're just lazy because <laughs> yeah uh, lazy yeah i mean yeah they could have changed those easily it seems which, like which raises the question this person found a goof in these films mm-hmm. is this a detail yeah i think that that's a kind of interesting uh, you think it qualifies well, as a detail thing. it speaks to the filmmakers incompetence yes it doesn't necessarily point out a uh intentional decision by the filmmakers to put some kind of easter egg or something unique in mm-hmm. in the film if anything they cared less about this than yeah. the poster did that, that is a that is a lack of detail in fact yeah well it i mean there's so many ways to look at it because because then the person that was able to deduce this found a very interesting commonality mm-hmm. i agree i don't know i don't know which way we it depends on how we want to analyze and interpret it it I always guess, comes I down guess, to what is the definition of a detail to <laughs> to your Draw a comparison here. Um, if the Beauty and the Beast one had been the reflection is just a copy paste of her from the other side, would we say that was a detail? Because uh, no. it doesn't really speak to anything about the film. It's in direct contrast with the the intention of finding details. It's just a detail. What do we think? Or it's just a. It's, it's just, just. It seems like it's pointing out a goof. A lack of continuity. Yeah. A lack of attention. I would argue that this is not a detail, not the poster's fault. Very interesting information. 
but I would argue that it doesn't count as a detail. All right, good yeah. good point. You've you've convinced me. Bad. It's it's more of a I guess a a goof, but it's also it. If there's a category is who cares. I think I'd, I'd put that. Down. I mean, I think it's interesting. I actually genuinely think this is an interesting thing, and the poster noticed mm-hmm. it. But it only speaks to how undetailed the creators were. How much right? corn did Joss Whedon plant for that Quinjet scene? I'm gonna go nice try. I want to go nice try on this one, That's guys. Fair. I think nice try because I want to give credit okay. to the poster because this is not on them. I'm trying to think if there are other goofs that I maybe details that I like. Have you seen well, Gollum's you think cheeks? about that for a second, Elise, and we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. Here's the thing. You probably browse the internet and you probably think that you're fine because you're clearing your browser history or opening incognito windows, but you can still be watched. You can still be spied upon and your information can still be sold. There are tons of VPN providers out there. You've probably heard of a couple of them, um, including hopefully the one that I'm about to mention. Um, maybe you've even used an, a VPN before, but... For my money, the one that makes it the easiest to use with the best protection is 100% ExpressVPN. It's the best VPN on the market, and here is why. Number one, it doesn't log your data. Lots of really cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to ad companies. Um, This is not the case with ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN developed a technology called Trusted Server that makes it impossible for their servers to to log any of your info. Um, second is speed. Um, some VPNs will slow you down. You sacrifice your internet speed for privacy. That is not the case with ExpressVPN. Um, your internet speeds will remain blazing fast, uh, even when they connect to servers thousands of miles away. You do not have to worry about it. You're going to get to stream HD quality videos with zero lag. Also, the last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart from other VPNs is how easy it is to use. Whether it's on your phone or on a browser or even on a smart TV, it's just one button press away from being completely protected, maintaining your privacy. It's so easy your grandparents could use it. And I'm not just saying this. Wired, The Verge, CNET, and many other tech experts rate ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the world. So protect yourself today with ExpressVPN, the VPN that I use and trust Use my link expressvpn.com slash film today and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash film, expressvpn.com slash film to learn more. All right, at least you've had ample time to think about it. Did you come up with anything? The Michael Myers mask is a William Shatner mask painted. There you go. They thought we wouldn't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, I couldn't think of anything good. A detail, a great detail would be, yeah, if there's a, if you notice that there's a little thing here at the eye hole of the Michael Myers mask, that's because when he was in a scuffle three films earlier, someone cut him with a knife there and they decided to keep it because they thought it was important. Let's move on. Thank we you. probably only have time for a few more. We're going to have some leftovers, so I think we're going to have to do a part two of this. Maybe not next week, but sometime soon. All right. In Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2018, Miles breaks the glass in this scene because he was too scared to unstick himself from the wall. This was his leap of faith because he forces himself from the window with his strength in spite of his fear. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Why? It's It's something that definitely adds to the drama of the scene. I feel like you know, 
glass shattering around you as you leap off a building is probably cooler, a cooler look visually. It also, I mean, it also implies that maybe he wasn't ready to let go and he had to force himself to let go. But do we think that they're reading too much into this? I, I mean, I, I just saw it as if Spider-Man, who is like new, getting used to his powers and was stuck to glass and jumped off with such force. Like if you're an art director, you go, you know, it'd be cool as if the glass broke. I don't know if you go that far and go because he's scared. I don't know this if that's is a- I don't know. Yeah, this is a personal interpretation that's reading into the intention and and pulling some sort of metaphor or analogy out of it, in my opinion. It doesn't necessarily feel like this is a intentional detail, unless the directors have come out and said specifically that this is what they meant. Because I kind of agree with Adam that this just feels like a superhero with new unwieldy powers that's trying to control them. Which, if you if you scroll down into the comments other people have linked to this exact movie detail which has been posted at least three times before and yeah it's and they're also doing it some people in those comments are saying i just thought he didn't control his powers very well um i mean he also it's the first time he like successfully web shoots and it's that's also kind of sloppy the whole thing was his progression someone else pointed out one of the more interesting details is that his frame rate changes throughout the movie that is an amazing detail that's a great detail that I mean, as the movie, he becomes the movie is more fully details. realized yeah yeah they're, they're now like i said ryan when all other details have been claimed mm-hmm. you got to just start kind of making shit up if you mm-hmm. want that sweet sweet karma so well i i guess we have to kind of come to a consensus on this one guys this is a tough one that's an nice try for me that's a nice, nice try. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're trying. They, okay. I'm, I'm glad they, they looked up from their phone for enough minutes to see the scene from the trailer. I was going to say, if it makes you feel any better, it was posted three times before then, so they probably mm-hmm. only thought that because they read someone else's interpretation. Yeah, maybe? it's someone trying to look into some subtext. Maybe. It, it's maybe. tough, too, when you realize something and you think, I am the only one with this, and you see that there's 16,000 other people who went, yes, I also watched the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the name of all of my podcasts. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, this may be our second to last one. We may only have time. For Better be a good more. one. We don't have many. In the shower scene of Starship Troopers, 1997, everyone do. talks about why they joined the service. When it's Busey's turn, he says he wants a career. When he states his reasoning, his head is framed in the shower handle to in way that looks like a noose. It is like he is giving himself a death sentence. See, this is when, when, when I think about movie details before this podcast, this is the kind of thing I was thinking that we were going to be, all of them were going to be like, oh, the, the yeah. thematics that the director was going for with this mise-en-scene. You know, it's, uh, yeah. this, I don't know, it seems like a stretch. What do you guys think? Well, I, I would say this, it's tagged as foreshadowing. Uh-huh. I would also add that Spoiler, uh, Jake Busey's character does not die in the film. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like, what? <laughs> also, uh, the screen cap they pulled appears to be from YouTube, which means they typed in Starship Trooper shower scene. <laughs> things I could masturbate to without my mom finding out. Yeah, if he was hanged, 
at some point eventually the then maybe you got something going but he he actually survives the film well and as we not- know paul verhoven you know is a has deeply critical of class structures mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah, so yeah. I could uh-huh. see him those, thinking this. Uh-huh. All of that stuff, but it's all of that stuff is laid pretty thick in this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, in like, a lot of other places, do we think amongst all of that, he said, and this character who, by the way, survives, I am going to. And also, if I recall, this is a moving shot. It's yeah. like panning and dollying through the whole shower. It's like steady cam shot or something. Yeah. Well, moving through the shower. So this is one frame pulled from just a just a blip. But that's actually even more proof then because Paul Verhoeven had plenty of time to choreograph this shot. He knew wh- where uh, Jake Boosie was going to be whenever did it. And so he's like, all right, I could move this little shower thing. It's going to be right in the middle of the shot whenever he says his line. Oh, but wait, it'll be a metaphor for his death sentence of a job he's going to get while he says that I, line. It's I'm awesome and, and smart. He was more obsessed with if there were enough boobs and cock in the shot. You can How do, dare you? you. Paul Verhoeven is a, a, a master and this film is a master work. Mm-hmm. I just think there's something else that we're missing. If we saw the whole clip, maybe we'd be, feel a little bit differently. Um, this is right as Jake Busey's character walks into the scene and turns on the shower by pulling it. Okay. So maybe what Paul Verhoeven wanted to imply was they are in a shower. <laughs> <laughs> to the director's Holy commentary fuck. we go. Oh, this is bad for me. Bad. I think this is this That's, is uh, this is a, exactly what we were talking about a reach yeah. and no, it's bad th- and this is the definition of a very nice try to me. This is even this is the upper echelon of the nice tries, in my this opinion. Is, this is, but they're wrong. Yeah, yeah, but they're die. nice trying it. They're trying. Mm-hmm. Mm, I, I don't know. I think everyone's trying. This is it. this is what democracy you're outvoted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, quite the reach. I okay, we only have time for one more. We will do this again though, if you guys enjoyed it and you guys watching at home. I mean, enjoyed I kind it. of feel bad shitting on all these people. Not every time it has been the poster's fault, (laughs) and Ryan doesn't. We also have one good detail, which is the scarecrow carrying a gun. It's not even that good of a detail. We have no great (laughs) details. We only have the one. Remember remember when you were worried about the fact that we might find a really good one, you'd feel bad about the scarecrow? (laughs) Yeah. I'm just glad we got the scarecrow. Now the the not. Here we go. Here we go. go. This is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. This is our last one. In Mr. and Mrs. Smith, 2005... During the fair scene, John, Brad Pitt, closes his left eye to take aim, but before shooting, opens it again to retain peripheral vision. This is what snipers do, foreshadowing his proficiency with weapons. That's wrong. But I've, I've done that. At a shooting range. Well, yeah. but that's the thing. The the common. And I'm nobody. But the common the common idea is that someone who doesn't know how to fire a gun does it in this the wrong way, which is by closing one eye and only looking. You want to let your eyes like cross but and kind of like. You want to have both eyes open, so he is presenting himself as someone who doesn't. They even provide two images here, presenting himself as someone who doesn't know how to shoot a gun. Silly mistake, closing one eye, but then before he takes a shot, boom, opens the other eye, takes the shot. I'm going to guess he does this because he he does it. That's how Brad Pitt shoots a BB gun. Well, no. That, to me, this is, is a also... detail that, that is, it, it's not necessarily a, such a duh as like the hook thing, but this is one of those, like, this is what they wanted you to get from that scene. It's not hidden. It's not in the background. This is just like, 
They want you to think that, oh, yeah, he's trying to hide that he's a sniper from her, which is the movie. So okay. I wouldn't – I'd say this I is don't bad. Re- I don't okay. remember it. How obvious is it that he opens his eyes and then sh- – I don't remember it. Either. It's obvious. This is then the he determining does, well, factor. He, he, like, bullseyes it and stuff and, and is badass. I'm pretty sure. I saw it whenever it came out. Now, but. now what what do you think is more of the director's intended scene? The part moments before where Angela Jolie shoots, like, bad on purpose to hide the fact that she's a spy – and then Brad Pitt kicks ass shooting because we as the audience know he's a spy. And the twist is supposed to be Angelina Jolie's all spikes if they spoiled it when they released the trailer. Thoughts? Um, so I did follow have it. Have you it's, seen it's, the movie? He's, yeah. it's, Adam's, Adam's discussing the, the debate of emphasis. It seems like the director's intention is to show not necessarily that oops, Brad Pitt is actually a spy because by this point in the film we know he's a spy. It's not. It's not a. It's not a seeding something. We know that he's already a spy. What we don't know, apparently, I don't remember, is that Angelina Jolie isn't a spy by this point in the film. Maybe it's but, it's tough when the movie is just flat out spoiled for you before you see it. But more importantly, mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie doesn't know that Brad Pitt is a spy, which is the whole. Let me yeah. Let me break She's this a- down on another level for you: the gender politics of it, uh-huh. Uh-huh. where. She's concealing her identity and she's okay with mm-hmm. not seeming yeah. you know, machismo in it. Yeah. But he's he's still He can't help. He himself. can't he can't not look like he's a he's a badass. Yeah, there's something to that. But is that his eyes? Is he doing that with <laughs> by opening his eyes? Do we know? I don't know. Also, I was gonna say yes, this was a detail, but now I'm realizing without knowing the actual pacing of the scene and how obvious it is that he like opens both his eyes that I cannot make a clear decision. Cause if it is just something that happens, it's like, okay, well, if he was a professional person who actually professionally shoots a gun, he would have both his eyes open. So he's closing it and then he opens them and then voila. If if you have a rifle and you shoot something five feet in front of you, is that considered sniping? No, but it's about his proficiency with a weapon. Okay. I'm watching the scene right now. Okay. Uh-huh. And yeah, so he how- it's pretty obvious like he uh they kind of hold on it for a beat and then he hits like all the the bullseyes and then after she had just flubbed them all. So he's trying to impress her. Yeah, I thought okay. that was more of the takeaway of that rather than he does what some snipers might do because you have one of two options. Either close one eye or keep both eyes open. Or close both yeah. eyes. But, but that's only elites. An, an, ex, an inexperienced person with a gun would probably close one eye because for whatever reason, that's what we're conditioned to think is the way to aim accurately when it's not. Right? So he's mimicking that of an ex, inexperienced person until it's time to actually do what he needs to do and then he is doing what he needs to do and the movie is showing us that. I think that him hitting all the targets is also a pretty good... <laughs> <laughs> like thing um i don't know i i don't know that i can in good conscience give this a good detail if Bad. he handed her a pair of binoculars and said be my spotter would uh-huh. that be better or worse once again it just snipers be do part of the scene you're getting, though you're getting hung up on the snipers thing let's just think of this as just proficiency with weapons right like- he's someone who snipes sometimes if you're going to fire a gun you should probably do it with both eyes open that's just the thing. I'm going to tweet Brad Pitt and ask him 
Okay. All right. Great. <laughs> I thought you'd say Brad Bird. <laughs> Anybody. Anyone must know. Um, it sounds like Ryan's adamantly against this. He's also watching it right now. Uh, I is, was. Which is something that I think goes a long way. Elise, your thoughts? Honestly, just don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll do that to you. This is suburb will do that to you. Well, I can tell you that 60,000 people were confident that this was amazing. Cool. And so they, they believe that that's the case. Okay. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna put this in the no category. Okay. Uh, I might want to give it a nice try, but that just might be the mob getting to me. Give it up for the scarecrow. How about the scarecrow? So we didn't get through all of them. We still had a couple of them left. Maybe we'll do this again sometime, unless everyone hated this. But let me know uh, what you guys don't. Well, don't let me specifically know. But let us know down in the comments. We were a little too harsh on these details. uh, If any of these details were yours. And uh, hopefully we will do this again sometime because I love debating the merits of something that someone is just passionate about. So trivial. About. It's yeah. so trivial. Um, but uh, I, I think it's a lot of fun. Ryan, so did petty. you enjoy this? I know this is new to you, this whole ecosystem. This is very new to me. I had a good time. I'm actually just actually looking, kind of focusing on the background of your uh, screen right now. There's like a yellow uh-huh. triangle with three yellow four triangles in it it's almost represents i want to say the four of us that are here with Uh you in the middle Uh is the black what if i told you elise likes zelda and so we have a lamp that represents one of the things from zelda death of the author what you say doesn't matter what's in the text is there's four triangles that represent the four people here that's a cool detail right interesting yeah i agree it's a detail put it in the good category right now Uh, ad detail Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for watching another episode of Filmhouse. Um, hopefully you like this again, and uh, I always enjoy doing it. Thank you guys for joining me. Elise, Adam, Ryan. Thanks always for inviting me, James. Thank always. you. Of course. Yes. And thank you to the Scarecrow for carrying that gun. Otherwise, we'd have nothing to discuss today. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're out there thinking about posting the movie subreddit details, do better, no. please. We, just, we want- they won't. Please, though. No, they won't. Mark, 15 years in a game, producer MC. Still delete your best 16 like when man producing MC. Came for the times it was rare to produce.